All right, Kevin Barker, three of four from the New York Yankees. Blue Jays not finishing off the sweep, losing 4-2 this afternoon in the Bronx. The numbers to call are 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. is the text line, and a very simple question. After taking three of four from the Yankees, do you like the direction that the Jays are trending in? Kevin Barker, I'll ask you that. Absolutely. Well, you, you know, they're probably going to go as far as that rotation is going to take them. And now, you know, Alec Manoa still looks like he's trying to get through a, a grind of a 162-game season, which you'll take the six innings all the time. You'd like to see it a little easier, but it's okay. You know, he's given a chance basically every single time he goes out there. And the other parts of the rotation sort of fell, filled in nicely, and they're getting some timely hitting for the most part to play in great defense and run the bases the way they're supposed to. Today, again, Jeff, you know as well as anybody, it's impossible almost unless you just get a lot of luck going in your direction to go on the road and sweep a good team and you know, they had their chances today they had a couple of bats there what, what was it one in the fourth inning with chapman a couple there in the seventh inning with the bases low you got lorders coming up you got vladdy coming up it just sometimes it doesn't work out and you know it is what it is you take this you strike you you take it and run with it. And, you know, it looks to me like they figured out their bullpen. They, they got it the way they want to have it. And, you know, you continue to, to do some things. Maybe you can keep George Springer healthy, have him leading off more times than not. <laughs> if they can get that going, they can keep that going. Everything tends to – seems like it's working itself out. The uh, big blow in this game, Andrew Benintendi's first home run as a member of the Yankees off Adam Simber. Uh, Simber and um, Alejandro Kirk. Looked to me like they tried to double up, uh, double up on the slider. The first pitch, Ben Intendi hits a long foul on it. The second pitch, uh, you know, I think it was simply a matter, Kevin, uh, based on on Kirk's reaction. They wanted the ball in the outer half of the plate. It got in the inner half of the plate. Mislocation. Andrew Ben Intendi made them pay. This time of the year, you know, you're doing that in Yankee Stadium. That's that's why they try and go out and get the, a couple of lefties to sprinkle in that lineup that can get the head out a little bit late in games. You get a cheap homer, and that's not so much a cheap homer. But I don't know if you like uh, pitch sequencing. Do you really like two sliders in a row to a lefty in that park late in the game? I don't know. I'm, maybe if it's located, you're okay with that, but I'd rather see okay. You see him pulling it foul that far, maybe go fastball away, maybe go fastball up, and then go back to the slider. But – you know, again, this this gets back to Adam Simber, you know, has to have some things going. The adding subtracting of the, the two pitches that he has and, and the deception from down under, all those things have to be going exactly right. And sometimes you get beat and just so happens today you got beat. The uh, Jays, you mentioned, had a couple of, I think, at-bats that kind of told the tale of this game. Uh, Matt Chapman, that 5-3 ground out with two runners on an 11-pitch at-bat. Give him credit. Give Nestor Cortez credit. They battled through it. Vladdy comes up in the seventh inning, and uh, you know the Yankees are the Yankees are scuffling. You could you could you could get the sense that the crowd was getting uncomfortable at Yankee Stadium. Lou Trevino's in there, and boy, look, nothing shows you the the messed up state of affairs in the Yankees bullpen, Kevin, more than I think the way Aaron Boone managed that game today, like that. That was a situation that normally would scream, get it to Clay Holmes, get it to Roldis Chapman. 
Um, you almost got the sense that Aaron Boone was just kind of making it up as it, as it went along. That at-bat from Vladdy, though, what did you see in that at-bat? And a lot of folks in the text line, I shouldn't say a lot of folks, but a couple of people in the text line, and I've seen people in social media as well, wondering about Vladdy coming out of the box in that play. Um, I, I didn't notice anything. I'm, you know, it's August, what, it's August 21st. I don't expect everybody to speed out of the box in every particular play, but I wanted to ask you about that. I, yeah, again, look, it's he's your best player. You'd, you'd rather see him on the field. Uh, has he hustled all day? Maybe not. I mean, I, I, that's not the first time today that you saw him hit a ground ball that didn't run it out to first base. It It is what it is. And, you know, do you like seeing it? I don't. I'd rather see him at least give a, a somewhat of an effort and make it look like you're you're running it out. But he did hit the ball decently hard. Uh, you know, it's a big part of the game. I think the at-bat before him and Lourdes is at-bat, that, uh, that was the one, right? You come up with the bases loaded with less than two outs. Mm-hmm. You'd like to have – and you can argue right now he's sort of their one of their guys that puts bat to ball a lot of the times, can use the entire field. Bases loaded, he's had a lot of success. We've talked about that to her blue in the face. You'd rather him have a little bit better at-bat, but I'm with you. You could tell that John Snyder was trying to figure out how to get Springer in the game. You know, it's, it was setting it up. Can I can I play a little cat and mouse? Yeah. Send Bishio up. You know, I you know I don't want him to hit. Can Can Aaron Boone take the bait and bring in the left? He just so happens he did it, and it almost worked out, right? And it gets back to your thing. Beginning of the year, Booney had all of these no brainers. You go to this guy in this inning. You go to this guy in this inning. I don't care who's coming up. I'm going to go to this guy because he can give you swing and miss, and it and it's located. And all of a sudden, you can't do that. Now you got to figure out just like John Snyder does. You got to think an inning ahead right and now all of a sudden you're you're trying to figure out who to go to matching up bat pass and you know what's his slider doing and his sinker doing so this is uh, again this is the dog days of august this is what the yankees are looking like but if you're jays fans and you i mean you you have to be happy with taking three out of four and now you you hopefully go on to boston you take two out of three you come home and you're on a roll you get on the stretch you're running in the playoffs the Jays will have tomorrow off, then they'll take on the Boston Red Sox in the three-game series. Again, a 4-2 loss to the Yankees today, but the Jays take three of four. And as Kevin Barker said, you've said all along, and I mean, it's no surprise, but you get good starting pitching. And more often than not, with this lineup, regardless of who's going or who isn't going, you should win the game. They got four good starts, four starts. You would take those starts out of anybody out of those four starters anytime. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Jennifer in Toronto, you want to talk about Mr. Guerrero and Mr. Guriel? Uh, yeah, oh, Um I mean, come on. Um, Guriel um, wasn't a great at-bat there with the bases loaded. Guerrero, it should have been 3-0. and I don't know what he was doing, and it is quite frequent where he's not running out of the box. I mean, he and then the shortstop bobbled it. Uh, I don't get that. And I mean, like I said, Roger Lajoie, I think it was, or Russia or whatever, were talking about it this morning. And I mean, I've noticed it quite a bit, even though you don't get that view on Apple TV or whatever. But they had ample opportunity to do something, and over eight from their two big bats. Jackie Bradley kind of bailed us out yesterday, or Espinal. So I don't like this big one inning 
hitting, even against the Orioles. We get six against the reliever, who's great and had a bad day. But otherwise, we do squat. I don't think that would uh, play in the playoffs. Uh, uh, I mean, Jennifer, I will say this, though. Yesterday, they were facing Garrett Cole. <clears throat> it's pretty good. And they were mm-hmm. facing Nestor Cortez. It's pretty good as well. Um, yeah, the, as for the Vladdy not hustling thing, yeah, Kevin, we we touched this, and I know how you feel, but I just don't. You know, guys, over the long, it, it, Vladdy plays every day. He DHs where he plays every day. He does. I don't mind guys. I swear to God, I don't mind guys like not taking a playoff, but I don't mind guys not busting it all the way down the line. I just don't. I I, I don't. You know, for all we know, these guys are playing with nagging injuries. I mean, I just think you have to be careful. It's not hockey. I'm with you, but but would you love to see him, you know, make it look a little better than it looks? Probably so. But, again, it, he, you know, I wouldn't be allowed to do it. It's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He can do whatever mm-hmm. he wants to do. And and if he feels like that this is the effort that he wants to give in that parts of the game, well, that's Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and he'll have to answer that for that. But, he's again, if he's not on the field for long periods of time, the Blue Jays are in trouble. But I, uh, you have to look at this big picture-wise. The Blue, the Blue Jays, for whatever, whether it's one inning, whether it's, you know, the, the a couple of guys were 0 for 8, you know, it, it is pitching, it is in the big leagues, it is on the road, it is against the Yankees, even though they're struggling. And, you know, this is why it's so hard to consistently go to these teams on the road and beat them because a lot of things go to right, have to go right, and today it didn't for the Blue Jays. Alec Manoa, Kevin. Uh Looking at, I know something you pay particular attention to, uh, first pitch strikes. The final two innings of, of work were really good, four, 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 five, three of three. But, man, he labored early in the game with first pitch strikes. What did you see in the at, at, at the end of the game that seemed to, to, to kick in he did. for him? Well, to your point, 25 batters, he threw 10 strike once. That, that's that's going to be a tough thing to do. But it's just it's it's amazing how even when he struggles, he has a tough inning, he limits the pitches, right? It's, it's 14, 15, 16 pitches instead of 25 mm-hmm. or 30 pitches. And that's why it's he's able to go as deep in the games as he, he's been going in. Uh, you know, it, it, a lot of the times for him, it's fastball command. And when he's missing arm side like he was today, it's the hit the ground and spin. He's got a little alligator arm with his glove where he's pulling that to the first base side, which, you know, his upper body is not connected to his, his lower body. And that's a big deal this time of the year. You make what you want to make about it. His velocity was there. Again, most of the time you'll take six innings the way he gave you today. Reagan and Regina writes in, tough loss, careless run on an error, correct, as well as a defensive uh, as mm-hmm. well as a defensive play, Bo not getting in front of that 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 ground ball and blocking it. Bases loaded for Vladdy. Hate to say it, but ground ball to shortstop was predictable. He's too jumpy in pressure situations. Will never realize his potential until he realizes he's control of that situation. Pitchers in trouble, not him. Wow. Armchair armchair GM suggestion. Armchair GM suggestion. Pay the toll for Carlos Correa and trade Bo for the starting pitcher you need. Likely won't be able to afford Bo long-term anyways. Unfortunately, Carlos Correa will decide whether or not he's a free agent. He does have that option. and uh, you know, but, that, but that's beside the point. Carlos Correa, if he is a free agent, Scott Boris is his client. You're going to end up paying more for Carlos Correa than you would to have to pay than you would pay for Bo long-term. 
And if right now you're having a difficult time affording Bo and Vladdy, there's no way in hell you're going to have Carlos Correa and Vladdy in long-term contracts. Carlos Correa ain't happening. Kevin. I just find it amazing that every time Vladdy grounds out the shortstop or to the third baseman, everybody's throwing their hands in the air and say it's predictable. Vladdy's not having a good year. Am I missing something? Like defensively, where would this team be without Vladimir Guerrero Jr. People all of a have sudden? Short, people second? have short memories. People have short memories. Fans it's have crazy. short memories. Right. I, I mean, he, he's he been really good for this season, especially where George Springer's been and not having him in the lineup a lot of the times and how both seasons went this year. Man, alive. Like, it's still you're trying to hit a round thing with a round thing. I get it. He has front side pull a lot. He's had that issue all year. That's why you see him step out and, and you know, have that little dry swing that he takes where he's trying to stay directed towards the target. That will direct his hands and make the barrel go where he wants it to go. But, man, alive. Like, I – I just it, it really amazes me that the players that they have here and fans still just don't want to go, man, we're lucky to have it. We took three out of four on the road against the New York Yankees. That's pretty good. People always like to complain. 416-870-0590, star 591 590 is a text line. Jude in London, you're on Blue. Hey, guys, how you doing? Doing well, Jude. So uh, – Blair Barker, Barker, this question is going to be directed to you because I'm going to approach it from a nuance. Uh, explain to me because we did a, we played great against the Yankees. What we scored them out, scored them like 22 to I don't know how many runs. But why is it that in the clubhouse, baseball players approach the Yankees better than what we did against Kansas City and Oakland and Baltimore? And Baltimore is a good team. But, Kevin, is there a nuance where when you go up against a team that is not as at the Yankees level? I, I, I'm asking a question in the sense of, like, is there a different approach that our team has when we play teams that are not at high level? Uh, that's a great question, and thanks for the call. I, I, would, I would say – Probably a, a little bit of that. Any, anyway, there's human beings, right? You, it's it's a little bit of that. Uh oh, here we go into Yankee Stadium against the big bad Yankees. You think you have to show up? You have to throw strike one. You have to compete with two strikes. You gotta have competitive at bats with runners in scoring position. And yeah, there may be a little something to that. Me, on the other hand of that, I think these guys are professionals. It's a marathon season. I think when your starting pitchers are as good as the, the Blue Jays' starting pitches have been the last four days, you're gonna win most of those games. You know, because that's what they do. We've said this all year, especially with them being so right-handed as they are, that it takes your starting pitcher, meaning the Blue Jays' starting pitcher, to give that right-handed lineup a chance to have a bloop and a bomb. And just so happens it didn't happen today. But, yeah, there's a little something to that. I think, you know, I don't think they read too much into it. But there is a little, you know, circling that on the calendar and saying we're, we're facing the Rays in Tampa, which you never want to go there. We're going to the Yankees. You go to the Red Sox. You know, they're not having a good year, but it's still Fenway Park. So, yeah, you're, there is a little something to that. But on the flip side of it, you pitch well. You play good defense. You run the bases the way you're supposed to. Occasionally you get a timely hit because you're a good team. You're going to win most of those games. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, um, further to the caller's point, Kevin, wasn't it? It was just a while ago we were talking about how the Jays had a lousy record against teams over 500. I would argue that that's the problem this year. They haven't played well against teams over 500. Sometimes it just seems, you know, a loss to Kansas City is going to stick in your craw more perhaps than a loss to, say, Houston or or a loss to, to, to the Yankees or, or any of the good teams. 
Jay's record over 500 is not that good. So I don't think you can sit here and say that they, uh, you know, they, they were getting up for games against big teams and mailing it in for games against poor teams. They weren't playing well against good teams for the longest time this season. And the numbers bear that out. 416 870 star 591 590 The Yankees beat the Jays 4-2, averting the sweep. It's an off day Monday, then on to Boston to Fenway Park for three games for the Blue Jays. We'll take a break and come back with more of your calls, more of your texts. It's Blue Jays Talk with Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. been struggling with my sinker for about five, six starts now, and um, I made a pitch, and uh, obviously hit Judge, and obviously uh, I looked at him, and I said, man, you know, I'm not trying to do that, and I think he understood that, and um, I think if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi side next time. <laughs> that is, that is uh, Alec Manoa uh, lighting up Garrett Cole. Well played, Alec Manoa. Wow. Uh, that was That's the great. best pitch of the game. Uh, Alec Manoa hitting Derek, uh, Derek Jeter. I always said it. Aaron might as well be hitting Aaron you Judge did. with the pitch. Might as well bringing Garrett Cole out of the dugout. Now, the funny thing about this was, and kudos to the Sportsnet TV crew for showing the whole thing, you can tell Aaron Judge is, is chapped that he got hit by a pitch. He's just chapped. I don't sure. know if he's chapped at Manoa. Manoa walks in towards him, but there's no, like, there's there, there's nothing going on there. All of a sudden, Garrett Cole comes out, and Aaron Judge has already started to take his padding off around his arms, bending over, and he's, like, motioning in the dugout. Get back, get back, get back, and he and uh, he and Manoa end up talking about it and tapping each other on a ba- on the back and the way it goes. There's no way Alec Manoa was trying to hit him, but Garrett Cole, who I, I don't know, maybe Garrett Cole is still chapped from getting booed off the field and having the fans flash him the uh, middle finger yesterday, and maybe I don't know, maybe he feels he needs to by standing up for his teammate, he's he's gonna prove something. But dude. Don't, there's no point in standing up for your teammate when the teammate doesn't want you to stand up for him. And with all due respect also to Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, a big boy. Aaron Judge doesn't need anybody standing mm-hmm. up to him. And I just, good for good for Alec Manoa for throwing that back at Garrett Cole. Walk past the outside the next time. In other words, that, Kevin, that, that is come the, and get you some. Don't be, come and get you some. Come and get you some. <laughs> you know. Don't be, yeah. uh, you but, know, don't be pulling your teammates and everybody between you. I want you get over here, get in front of us. I want you. That was outstanding. Unless you're, unless you're in winter, unless you're in winter ball, that's the, normally the way it goes. Is hold me back, hold me back, so they can <laughs> exactly. talk, you know, smack from a long, from a long ways away. Yeah, it's Garrett Cole trying to be too good of a teammate. That, that's what that's that's what that is. And the the actual guy that got hit didn't want any part of it because he was what one for sixteen with yeah. like seven punches off a guy. You know, just be happy I'm walking to first base. It hit me in that big giant arm guard I got, so normally, it didn't even hurt. So I appreciate it. It's the only normally, way I'm getting on base against you. <laughs> normally about this, normally against this guy, I'm dragging my ass and my bat back to the dugout. So everybody just shut up. There at it least is. I got on to, at yeah. least I got a first Go base. Anyhow, I got on base. <laughs> well said, Alec Manoa. And you can bet that that's you can oh, bet that, that quote is going to be replayed the next time they play. Good on him. Good on him. And now the bet three six five. the bet three six five standings update. Just download the app. Oh, God. And see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. 
19 plus play responsibly Ontario only we take a look at the standings keeping in mind that uh, the Rays are done they have won today 3-2 the wild card standings are as such Seattle is 66 and 55 they're a half game up the Rays and the Jays are both 65 and 55 the uh, Yankees lead over the Rays and the Jays is eight games, and the Yankees are still 74 and 48. All right, Kevin, let me ask you this. You know where I'm going with this. Eight-game lead. No. There's no way. There's no way the Yankees the Yankees torch an eight-game lead, is it? It's just not going to happen. Uh, it's it, it sports. It's sports. But I will I will say this. What what if they can't get their bullpen straightened up? What, what if what if, well, what you, if you Zach know, John, now John Zach Britton comes, comes back Stanton in September, back. and Zach Britton's going to have their yeah. they're they're going to have a lot they're going to rely on him a great deal. I mean they stayed away from Maroldis Chapman today. What does that tell you? Well, I, again, it's it's sort of like Aaron Boone. Everybody else, you know, don't have no brainers like he did early in the season. And now he's got to try and piece it together, and he's going best matchups and and what pitch matches up with other guys' best swings. Yeah, it's it's not the easiest thing to always get it right, but. When you're not hitting and you're not doing little things to win baseball games, and on top of it, now you don't have three, six through nine, and, and the innings figured out when it comes to who you're giving the ball to. I, I don't want to say that they're going to give this up and, and relinquish the lead, but it, they may have to work hard for it. Like they're they're going to have to try and figure out things to to line everybody up, and hopefully some guys get hot. If you're a Yankees fan, but it will help getting Giancarlo Stanton back. You know, sort of having the two tree trunks right in the middle of the order. It's hard to pitch around one guy because the other guy is standing behind you. So that that will help, and they obviously need to start scoring some more runs. That will put take a little bit more pressure off of Aaron Boone. But Lord, I look, it's it's a theme. You know, when you got your manager smacking tables, telling reporters we're tired of talking about it. It's up to us to go out and play better. Yeah, they're they're it's it's on their mind. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no question about that. Maurice in Orangeville. Nope. This might be the tweet of the day. Guys, isn't this just a whole lot of isn't this just a whole lot of work to finally decide who's going to lose to the Dodgers in the fall? Uh maybe. I look, I like the Astros. I think the Astros are good team. We're both, on, I, yeah, I'm we're not, both uh, on the same page I, there. I, I'm not I'm not sure that uh, you know that that the Dodgers I'm not saying they're not a really good team and, and not a great team. But the Astros may have a little something to say about that. And Dusty Baker, you would hope, if you're an Astros fan, can figure out how to go to the right guy at the right time in the playoffs like he hasn't done in the past. But that, for me, right now, if you're a true baseball fan, no matter who you're a fan of, that seems like the way it's headed is an Astros-Dodgers World Series. Didn't get a chance to ask you about this, Kevin, because we didn't have, uh, because we didn't have the, uh, the, the post-game show yesterday. What do you make of Mitch White? I, you know what I well the one thing that stood out to me is obviously his ability to get it back on on the on the train tracks that you know it sounds simple for for a big league guy just to be able to if you throw a couple of bad ones you know exactly how to correct it and get it back on track and and be competitive he seems to know how to do that you know it, is he stripling two point oh do you think? enough 
I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I, you know, I'd like to see him command a, a secondary pitch a little bit better uh, OO and, and maybe use the unpredictable thing with two strikes. That that could be a little bit better. You know, maybe mechanically he's still searching for things. I, I think Ross Stripling has separated himself when it comes to that because mm-hmm. he had to go through the tipping and, you know, how do you simplify it and am I bringing it above my hat? All the things that he's trying to correct to, to be a better pitcher and, and be able to throw his fastball when he wanted to throw it. So, you know, I think he He's mechanically meaning stripling a little bit more sound than Mitch White is. But, uh, yeah, do you feel comfortable with Mitch White going to the mound? That's all you got to ask yourself. And for me, I do. Yeah, certainly more comfortable than, uh, you know, than some of the alternatives we've seen. Both Don't at, say it. At AAA and in the, and in the majors. No, I'm going to get through. I'm going to get through the whole show without mentioning, without <laughs> mentioning uh, that dude's name. Kevin, Whit Merrifield's home run, a double doink home run. How often have you seen that? I would say never. I've, I've never seen a ball bounce two times. I, you know, I, I I think I've seen it bounce like that and come back into fair territory. Yes, Never exactly. going over the fence. It Like occasionally when it hits the fence a couple of times, normally it changes the spin on the ball and it goes, you know, back into the field of play. I have seen it do that before, but I've never really seen it bounce a couple of times like that and then go into as a home run. I mean, that's pretty cool. At least you can say you're a part of that. And yeah, I, I think they, he looks to me like he – I mean, is that his fault? It's home. No, but I'm like, saying, I no, it's not his fault. But I'm saying, if there was any outfielder that was going to happen to, like any outfielder that was going to be in the area, it was going to be Aaron Hicks. It's like, I mean, it was. That wasn't going to happen in right field or left field. It was going to happen wherever you could put Aaron Hicks in the bleachers, and the same damn thing is going to happen. I, I do, I do like to, you know, think that most fans would understand that he is trying not to be like what five for his last 57 or something he is trying still all right four two the yankees beat the blue jays today there will be no sweep for the blue jays they will enjoy a day off in boston they will start a three-game series against the red sox at fenway park 707 first pitch on tuesday right here on sportsnet 590 the fan mr barker and myself will be back tomorrow with blair and barker from 10 to noon eastern We'll also be doing Jay's talk during the Boston Boston series. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays baseball served up by the always game ready Jack Link Squeak meat snacks. Feed your wild side baseball fans. <laughs>